Welcome to Meet the Actor at the Apple Store Soho in New York. Please welcome this evening's moderator, staff editor at tvguide.com, Liz Raftery. Hi, everybody. Uh, thanks so much for coming to tonight's event with Sullivan Stapleton from NBC's Blind Spot, uh, which was just renewed for season two, which is very exciting. Um, so let's welcome Sullivan Stapleton. Hey, folks. How you doing? So, yeah, we just watched a couple of clips from Blind Spot. Yeah, I'm in that. <laughs> um, you know, I think feel like a lot of people here probably know you from Strike Back or some of the movies you've been in, including 300, Rise of an Empire, and Animal Kingdom. But <laughs> um, this is kind of a different beast, Blind Spot. You know, it's already been renewed for a second season. It's the yeah. number one new drama of the fall. So what's that like? You know, how has your life changed in the past few months? Um, the schedule's changed because I don't stop working, it seems. <laughs> um, it's, um, it's a heavy schedule. But it's, uh, it's great to know that that's, you know, I'm based here for the next... I don't know, two years nearly? Mm -hmm. um, At least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and hopefully more. Um, so I guess, that, you know, that's a, that's a great uh, position to be in for an actor. Otherwise, you're an unemployed actor. Is it a lot of pressure, you know, especially in today's TV landscape, to be sort of the leading man on primetime drama? Um, yeah, it's... Uh, well, the pressure is to, you know to just keep working and show up every day uh, and it's non-stop but um, to see your face go past on buses as you're um, you know talking to someone you know we're walking along the street and there you go um, to, you know to have that kind of pressure on you and, and you know the amount of support that, that uh, Warner Brothers and, and NBC have, have put into this show and obviously giving us a second season um that puts a little bit of pressure on you, you know, because you, you know, you just sort of hope to God that everyone likes the show. You know, we have a, we have a ball making it, but then you don't know how people are going to react to it, and uh, obviously people are reacting well, right? Because you guys are here. <laughs> um, so, how? Tell us about how you were first approached. Um, you know, with the script, what was your reaction when you first read it, and what drew you to the part of Kurt Weller? Uh, I, uh, well, the team, you know, the, the guy that created this, Martin Guerra, um, he wrote a great script for the pilot. Uh, and to me, it seemed like a, a great base for a series, um, you know. And if we did run out of stories, we could just put more tattoos on her and, or start putting tattoos on us, you know. But, um, you know, t to do that and, and interspersed with the cases, you know, it, it, doesn't, it didn't seem like a, a normal procedural to me. Um, and, you know, we get to, we get to go through, through all these cases, um, you know, with, with a bit of action and, uh, you know, guns blazing. Um, and, you know, we're chasing criminals through New York City. And it sort of wins. <laughs> um, and so for p anyone here who maybe hasn't seen the show or isn't caught up on it, can you tell us a little bit about Kurt, the character that you play? Um, Kurt Weller, he's a, you know, he's a very good-looking guy. Um, he's funny. 
Um, now he's a, uh, you know. He's American. He's, yeah. I've been working on my Australian accent. <laughs> um, very good. It's very natural. Is it? Yeah. Good, good. I've, I've been practicing that one. Um, he's, uh, you know, he's quite a, a serious man, uh, you know, um, being an FBI agent, basically drawn to that due to something that happened um, when he was younger. Um, and then, I don't know, just through his focus and, and the fact that he's, you know, leading a great team, um, and obviously drawn to this case where his name is tattooed on, um, you know, <laughs> this subject's back, being Jane Doe. Um, and so that, you know, uh, you know I, I like the fact that he, he was drawn to, you know, he is drawn to that um, and trying to help this woman find out who she is. So it sort of gives him, you know, a heart. Gives him, you know, it's, it's, he's not just a grumpy cop, which unfortunately you probably saw in those scenes. There's other scenes where I'm much nicer. <laughs> um, you mentioned Martin Garrow, who created the show. Yeah. And he's been pretty upfront about saying that he and the other producers have this multi-season story mapped out already. Um, how much of that have they shared with you? And do Nothing. You oh, really? Okay. Next question. Do you... No. <laughs> do you want to know? What yeah. I, no, I don't. I um, that that that's the that's the great thing about um, I don't know for one this show, but um, I don't know where these cases are going to go, what's going to happen, and I kind of like that. Um, I think, you know, to to be part of the team and sit there and say, all right, so what's going to happen to me next week, or you know, what's going to happen to this character as it goes on, that um. For me, anyway, that would affect my performance, mm -hmm. you know, leading up to that. Because you, sort of, you have that in your subconscious. Um, and that's, uh, to me, that's not how I work. Right. Um, so for people who tuned into last week, or this past episode that just aired, uh, your character has just sort of discovered this um, illegal, you know, wiretapping operation that's going on, and you've discovered that your mentor kind of had a hand in that. So... What, what's Weller going to do with that information going forward about Operation Daylight? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I like that they are exploring, you know, the different ways with, with, with which different agencies actually tackle cases and some criminals. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, you don't find out that until later, you know, or you find it out the hard way. Um, so, yeah, I think he loses a bit of trust in his boss. But, um, you know, we've all done that. So, you know, we've got to, uh, he, you know, she's, she's got to um, earn back the points. And, you know, I, I don't know, you know, obviously that is, um, you know, we've just sort of learnt that. But, um, you know, you don't know... It, the full extent as to why or whatever, which that'll come out and hopefully, uh, you know, she earns my trust back. But she's the boss, so what can you do? Right. <laughs> um, so what are the major differences and similarities between Weller and your previous character on Strike Back? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, if, if Kurt gets hurt and he says, ow, if Damien Scott got hurt, 
<laughs> so fuck me. <laughs> um, yeah, he, you know, it's it's kind of funny to to not be able to swear, um, <laughs> uh, and to fight people or to get angry and watch what you say. You should try it. It's really, it's a real challenge. How many um, takes do you have to do? Lots. <laughs> no, it's kind of. You know, it, it just goes in, in into the way you work. But then there is some. There's been some instances where you know we're fighting or something, and um, you know you you, ac- you, well, you don't accidentally just shit. Oh fuck! Sorry. Oh fuck! Oh. <coughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. Go again. Um, but Damien Scott had, I think he had more of a sense of humour um, than Weller, and he also got a lot more action, um, be it. Um, killing people or other things. Right. It seems like the show's kind of taking you and Jamie in a direction that you might be getting a little action at some point. I don't know. <sighs> have you guys Have you guys talked about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're both up for it. Okay. I don't know. How, but how does, how does that conversation go? You know, you, well, for one, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, we're the actors. It's like, hey, I think this should happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you think? No, it's... Um, no, it's, uh, you know, I mean, that we haven't discussed that because we don't know, you know, I don't know whether that is going to happen, that, you know, they Oh, come on. They shared, they've shared a couple moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's going to happen at some do point. You? I, maybe in season three. Okay. You might have to wait a while, but... Have you been talking to people? I have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't know. You know, I mean, shit, if that happened now, well, it becomes a romantic comedy. Well, take out the comedy. Uh, a romantic drama. Um, but, you know, originally I thought it was more of a... Like a brother-sister brother, brother sister yep. relationship, you know, that, that um, you know, she went missing uh, when they were children. And so to come back, you know, I mean, to find that someone, it's like, wow, I've always really wanted to do something with you. <laughs> it's like, that, that, that sort of seemed unnatural to me. But then there has been... Um, I don't know, I guess that, that trust and uh, obviously the, um, that relationship has developed, you know. Uh, but yeah, I don't know whether they end up in bed. Right. Well, I don't know if they will end up in bed. It's PG rated. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> On another show. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Strike Back again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how is it working with Jamie? You know, what's she like to, to work with? It's great. She's... Um, you know, she's 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 a tough kid. She's um, and you know, it's it, it's sort of it's great to work with with everyone because you know I don't know if they do find out about the um, the scripts beforehand, but we all you know we we sort of work together, support each other. And as I said, the schedule it's you know it's hectic, um, and so when you've got a great team around you, um, you know it makes it makes going to work easier. And fun, you know. We have a lot of fun. I guess you guys have a sort of Mr. and Mrs. Smith esque episode coming up this next week. <laughs> can can you tell us a little bit about that? And maybe I look some good in a tux. <laughs> I don't that doubt bit? it. But um, you know, some of the I guess there's a big action sequence, or maybe a yeah. couple that you guys have filmed. How there's was a, that? It's a huge fight uh, in that, which is kind of funny fighting in a tuxedo. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it's basically, you know, the two of us against a supreme fighter. 
and uh, they they got this guy Manny in, and he can fight. And uh, you know, it was actually great to to go back to that. You know, it's kind of that's kind of the best part of the job. Mm-hmm. Um, it's dress ups for adults, really. Um, but yeah, we uh, we fly in, and um, you know, we, we're uh, chasing a suspect through this party. Wearing tuxedos, um, and you know, going undercover. Mm-hmm. So we do pretend that we're a couple. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of this. <laughs> yeah, I've got nods back there. It's okay. Oh no, no, and she's thinking. How much? Gonna, what are they going to do? Fire me? <laughs> how much uh, choreography goes into a scene like that, Shit or an loads. episode like that? A lot. It's um. A lot mm-hmm. to, um, yeah, to do, th- like, this This fight goes on, I don't know, it's like a good minute or two mm-hmm. of just, you know, non-stop action, but there's three of us in this fight, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of, you know, that th- that choreography about how hard, you know, he hits me to go down, and then Jane fights, and she goes down, and I come in, um, that's... Um, <laughs> it takes a lot. And, you know, you had suffered a pretty serious injury on Strike Back previously. Yeah. Does that change your approach to things like this? or? Yeah, it just doesn't hit me in the back of the head. <laughs> um, no, not really. Okay. Uh, you know, it puts... Um, yeah, at, at points, it puts a bit of anxiety in there, to, you know, to think, um, you know, what would happen... But you don't know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I survived the first knock on the head. Right. So. <laughs> Obviously, hopefully, you know, nothing that serious happens again. But do you get yeah. kind of dinged up when you are doing these fight scenes? Like, um, Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> I copped an elbow to the cheekbone. From Jamie? Uh, no, 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 from Manny. Oh, okay. um, and he can fight. <laughs> and it was a good hit um, to the point where the camera operators actually heard it. Oh, and oh wow. And to hear... Like, you know, bones hitting bones. Uh, they were like, um, But, you know, I mean, that's the first time I've actually probably said that on camera. So, sorry, Manny. <laughs> um, but, no, the, you know, the, the director and some of the bosses were saying, did you get hit? And I was like, no. Because it's not, I mean, you know, you do, you do get hit, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And I'd prefer to actually get hit. It sort of gives a bit of realness to the fight. Yeah. Do you prefer, as an actor, do you prefer... I think that's one of those moments where I did swear. Yeah, (laughs) that makes sense. Um, As an actor, do you prefer those big action scenes, those fight sequences, or the sort of monologues when you can just sink your teeth into... No? (laughs) No. No, I'd prefer to fight than do Shakespeare. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Um, You know, because leading up to those fights... Or after those fights, is the acting, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it's kind of nice to sort of, um, <clears throat> I don't know, uh, r- you know, watch things rise mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, well, you know, we can't talk anymore. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned earlier the, that the schedule is kind of grueling. Mm. What's what's been sort of the biggest surprise? You know, you guys 
obviously got your back nine episodes and then you got an extra episode. So I think you're doing 23 or 24 yeah, this 23. season. So what's, you know, what's been the biggest surprise with that sort of schedule? And is it really that much different than a show with the, that has limited number of episodes per season? Uh, yeah, because I think, um, you know, the, the hiatus is obviously longer. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's in one way. I mean, I could sound like a bitchy fucking actor sitting here going, huh, it's so hard and it's so, you know, it's really tough. I'm a working actor. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it is, you know, it's it's tiring um, to, to be working like nonstop. You know, some of the days are 15-hour days, 16-hour days when you're in all the scenes and you're talking all the scenes, it's like, oh, wow. That's why I like fighting. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, to, to be in that position where there is that support, that these, you know, I mean, the bosses are giving us another season. So we're, I think we're doing something right. Mm -hmm. um, it's a good, it's, you know, it's a good spot to be. Are you getting recognised a lot walking around by fans? No. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I am. But for, for actual, it's kind of funny. I mean, it's for the show, but also for Strike Back. Mm -hmm. um, and then... <coughs> Halloween... <laughs> it's, it's fucking funny to say this, but Halloween was really funny seeing dudes dressed up <laughs> in the costume that I hated wearing. Um, like a denim skirt and a cape. Oh, yeah. And a helmet. And there's, you know, guys walking past in, uh, on Halloween. I'm like, wow. And they're not even getting paid for it. So no. Why, why would they do that voluntarily? No. And they've probably got better abs than me right now. <laughs> I don't know about that. but um, In the film, I think I had them. But it was nice to meet them and yeah. say goodbye to them. Um, speaking of movies, it was just announced that there might be a Strike Back movie in the works. Can you say anything about that? Can you confirm? No, but if they're watching or listening or whatever they're doing with the podcast, let's make that movie. Um, so I, you'd be on board, yeah, hypothetically, yeah. if there was a yeah, strike yeah, back yeah. movie. Okay. Yeah. What do you think is still left to explore with that story that you'd really like to see a movie tackle? Hypothetically. Um, not much. I actually, uh, you know, I mean, my take on that would be we could fly to, you know, four different continents uh, and, you know, four different seasons and fight, you know, in the snow and run on the beach, uh, you know, in a city. But um, to actually do that in one, you know, in one job, because we obviously travelled a lot for, for, for that show. Um, but then to actually do those missions joined up, you know, uh, and to fly, or you know, to do you know, four different ways of, or four different cities or places to fight in. Um, you know, planes, boats, helicopters, I don't know. The whole shebang. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty and much. any more 300 movies in the works? <laughs> do, you, do you know anything about that? No. They've, um, there has been talk of it. So, uh, you know, I don't know. <sighs> Would I you be on board for that as yes, well? Yes. Even, even with the denim skirt and the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It just means I'd have to eat less and train harder. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was you know I mean that was a great that was a great project to be to be part of and to be asked to be part of you know uh, and it did well so you know 
And we haven't killed Xerxes yet. He's, he's still running around in Persia somewhere. So we're going to get him. And, but you do have another movie coming out called The Lake. <laughs> Upcoming. What can you tell us about that? And what? It's set in a lake. <laughs> a particular uh, lake or just any lake? Yeah. Um, no, we play um, Navy SEALs. Um, sort of mid-90s. Um, that one of them falls in love with with a girl who her grandfather had told her a story that um, Nazis had hidden gold in 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 a city um, in Sarajevo, and unfortunately, to get rid of you know the the militia fought the against the Nazis and flooded uh, this town, which was in the bottom of va- a valley. Um, but no one knew where this gold was. And so we played Navy SEALs, so we spent a lot of time underwater. Um, but yeah, we, we, you know, help her try and find this gold. Um, but we spent, you know, months underwater. Where was it filmed? Um, Berlin and then Croatia. Okay. Um, but it was, uh, it was amazing that they go, you know, it wasn't just scuba gear. It was actually the rebreathers, the... the, the seals actually use which um it's a it's a breathing apparatus that you breathe in to this uh to this chamber and it filters your own air and you breathe it back in so there's no bubbles and there's no noise so you're literally sitting underwater like that which is fucking it's it's great it's a great um you know it was a great thing to experience but uh some of the people on the job didn't like it Oh really? It's yeah, it's because it's different to scuba, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it's great. It was you know, it was great to be part of. Did you have to receive actual navy esque training to yeah to do that? What yeah. what was that like? <laughs> it was great because they you know that's the it's dress up for adults mm-hmm. like that's what we do, you know it's like it's like we're a, I'm a kid again and they're giving me new toys. Mm-hmm. It's you know. Um, but we did, uh, you know, we had to dive a lot. And I actually had to dive, like, free dive to get a tank. And to get these tanks, um, I had to breathe underwater just off the valve. So, basically, you're using, you're using your tongue as a valve and to open up a tank and breathe underwater with that, that thing in your mouth is... Um, that was a crazy thing, but uh, it worked, and I did it. Um, so I could do that. But I also learned I could hold my um, air for a minute 48 underwater. <laughs> so that was like... That's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, and I'm a smoker. Oh, wow. Yeah. Even more impressive. Yeah. That's um, what I thought. So when does, when does that get released? Um, J- July, I think July next year. Okay. Yeah. It's called The Lake. It's Called the lake, um, being produced by Luc Besson. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're going to turn it over to the audience. If anyone has any questions, these guys are walking around with microphones. Hi. Hi. Um, which of the blind spot cast members do you think would be most likely to be an FBI agent in real life? <laughs> um. Me. Yeah, me. Just just on the knowledge of, the, of weapons and I don't know. It's 
some of the stuff that I've done. Um, yeah. It's so me. Um, <laughs> Mary Ann Jean-Baptiste, the boss, she'd, uh, she could definitely, um, she'd be a good boss. She's very bossy. Uh, I have two questions, if that's all right. <gasps> that's fine. All right. Do you like Tim Tams? Hmm. No. Well, I do, but mint slices are better. <laughs> all right. What, what, how did you come up with that? Because uh, you're Australian. So yeah. I thought, I thought I'd ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do you like working on films or television better or just working in general? Both. Whoever's going to pay me. Um, no, it's, uh, you know, there's, there's, great, there's great roles, you know, there's great opportunities, you know, in both mediums. Um, so I think it's a pretty stupid thing for an actor to sit there and go, uh, I just do films. It's like, okay. You know, some, there's been some great TV shows and great opportunities. Um, so, yeah. Either or. It's, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, here I'm doing a TV show and I'm based in New York. Um, it's a great opportunity. Um, and we've got, you know, I'm, I'm working with great people. And then we've got awesome guest stars, you know, to get onto set and, and um, meet Lou Diamond Phillips. Uh, and he's working with uh, Robert Taylor uh, on Longmire, who's another Aussie. Uh, and they're buddies. <laughs> and then, you know, we get along really well. It's just, you know, it's, um, it's really enjoyable. And then, you know, I end up uh, flying over to Berlin and Croatia to do the lake for, you know, Luke Besson. It's like, shit. You know, um, yeah, good opportunities. So either either or. Um, episode two, you saw the scar. Episode three, you got the DNA test. Episode four, you, there's the tooth thing that they said. Wow. You seem really convinced that she, yeah. I'm, I'm really fan. convinced that you watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you seem really convinced that she's Taylor Shaw. Why do you still call her Jane? Is that like a do you, want to, do you want to say that to the cameras? I, I have no fucking idea. It's like, why, you know, I don't know. Not a plot device. Well, I guess, you know, I, I don't know. I guess that's the name that she got used to or that we're not really 100% sure that it's Taylor, sure. So, you know, I mean... I have that feeling, you know, or Kurt has that feeling, but, you know, I think that's sort of personal beliefs and, yeah, I think, um, I think the rest of the team and also himself as, as, you know, a professional agent is actually smart enough to not sit there and go, okay, I'm just going to call you Taylor. <laughs> I don't know, but it is, we were, you should say that to the camera because we're just as confused. We're like, hang on, so if those tests came back... Positive, then hmm, which which way do we go? But yeah, I guess I guess she'll forever be known as Jane Doe. I don't know. Nah. Good question, though. All right. Um. So I was just wondering, since you wouldn't mind doing another Strike Back movie, you wouldn't mind working with Philip Winchester again. So I was wondering, would you be interested, or would you like if he guest starred on Blind Spot? Like, would that be a possibility? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't know if it is a possibility, but I'd love it. Um, 
you know, I, I suggested that um, the team, you know, go to Vegas to chase a criminal through Vegas and then we obviously have to work together. Um, which, you know, that, yeah, it'd be a great dream of mine. Um, and vice versa, you know, if, uh, if they've got um, one, of the, one of their cases, that, you know, shows up in New York and they come to see the FBI. <laughs> so, you know, give us a hand. It'd be, you know, I loved working with him. And, you know, I guess that's why I want to do the film, you know, just to, um, just to both get back to, you know, a great, a great project. But it was easy, you know, we, we sort of moved just as one person, you know. We knew each other really well and, and the, way, the way people work with, with weapons and, and tactics, it just flowed with me and Phil. So yeah, I'd love to see him again. Um, so I just have a question as far as um, working in Australia is concerned. There's a lot of um, really great material coming out of Australia now, I think, making its way over to the States. So I was um, curious to know if there's any, if you feel there's any particular difference in working in the industry over there, what's film and television like over there versus what is it like over here? Like, is there any difference? Or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, probably the only difference would be this accent. It's not, you know, um, I, I don't know. I, you know, for me personally, I've known, you know, a lot of those people, you know, unfortunately I've been doing this for over 20 years. <sighs> but, um, you know, to work with those people, I mean, they're like my family. Um, and also, in between acting jobs in Australia, I was a grip. And so, you know, to work on the crew and as an actor, and then sometimes work as an actor on the same job and then get out of wardrobe and be a grip on the same job. Um, you know, it's, um, it's a lot of fun, but I think with that, it sort of seems like working with my family, you know, to go back and, um, I don't know, work on, work on the stories that sort of mean, you know, a little bit more or a little bit closer to home. Um, we're telling our stories, um, you know, it means a lot to me. But to go home, and for one, to be able to speak in this accent, you know, like it's, uh, that makes things easier. But um, I don't know, just, just to know those places and to know some of those stories. Um, but, you know, the other edge of the sword is, you know, is like the doors been opened over here for me, you know, so there's more roles. Um, and, you know, it gives, it gives a broader aspect to my career, you know, to be able to work with accents. But to learn, learn about stories here, you know, and we're dealing with current events on the show. Um, so to sort of have that understanding, you know, it, um, I guess that's the difference. But it's great, it's awesome to go home and, uh, you know, work with people I've known for over 20 years. It's good. I really loved Animal Kingdom, and I was just wondering if you're surprised by the acclaim that it got. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think we were surprised, you know, at how well it did at Sundays. We, we knew we were, we were on a good project, and, you know, that's the... 
that's the sort of nerve-wracking excitement of, of, you know, this industry. You make something and you have a ball making it and you think you're on something good, but then you don't know until the audience sit there and go, yeah, it's actually good. And you're like, oh, good, okay. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, the success that it had at Sundance, you know, th- that, that is what, what it opened the doors for me. Um, you know, to then, I don't know, to be able to, you know, be some Aussie actor that's, you know, done that film and then getting the opportunity to meet people or meet agents and meet them. I was like, what? I went, well, they want to meet you. I'm like, right. Like, you know, so are we going with them or what? And people are like, no, they just want to meet you. That's up to you. You're like, yep, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I'll meet them. <laughs> it's like to be, you know, for that, for those doors to open up and for that opportunity to arise from that film. You know, I, I, I can't uh, thank, for one, David Mishar, the director. But, um, you know, that, just to be part of, of that group, you know, and part of that film. Um, it was, uh, you know, it was an awesome experience. And that's what that says. <laughs> that was that was in my arm on the on the film because David um, he wanted me to have I was covered in tattoos uh, as the guy uh, was that that I played uh, in real life he was covered in animal tattoos and David said I want I want Craig to have a, an Asian tattoo and I said what like a, a dragon or a snake and he's like no 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 too cliched and I said what a panda bear or a koi fish. And he's like, no, no shit. So then I said to, to the tattoo designers, look up Animal Kingdom in Thai, because uh, I like Thailand, and that came up. So that was down my arm. Uh, the people, when we did Animal Kingdom, uh, you know, a lot of the makeup artists that have always told me never to get tattoos actually said, the tattoos actually suit you. You should maybe get one. And so I said, yeah, you know, I wanted to. Uh, And Dave and I, I think we were drunk at Sundance. And he's like, you should get tattoos. I was like, I will. I want one. He's like, you should get one from the film. I said, well, if the film does well, I'll get one from the film. One that I designed. And so that that was there a couple of years later. So how hard is it changing between accents? And do you ever get confused? Like, change to English and then Australian. And do you speak any other languages other than English? <laughs> yeah, probably. I speak a little bit of a lot, you know, a few languages, but um, it's basically all the bad things. But uh, it's, you know, I think it's getting easier for me to, to slip in and out of an American accent. But, um, you know, if I'm doing that accent, it means I'm getting paid. <laughs> it means I'm at work. So, you know, hopefully it slips right in and, you know, I can do that. Or I can do other accents. Could talk Irish to you, right? But depends. Could do a lot of accents. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> um, Are we finished? I think so. Oh, shit. Yep. Yeah, I think we're about out what of are we time. Doing? We're going for a beer. Yeah. Great.
<laughs> well, thanks very much for being here, and thanks to you guys for your questions. And Blind Spot airs Mondays at 10 on NBC. Thanks, guys.